what's coming up now on Established in the Faith. I mean, life comes at you hard and you just want to scream. You want to pull your hair out if you've got any left to pull out. You've got to learn how to vent in the presence of God. Not be disrespectful to God, but you just got to go before Him and tell Him how you feel about things. neighbor and welcome today to Established in the Faith. This is Pastor James Pierce of Friendship Free Will Baptist Church over in Middlesex, North Carolina, and how so very pleased and happy we are to be with you today. Got a great message lined up for you. Hope you can stay with us for the next 30 minutes. If not, let me encourage you to go over to establishedinthefaith.com. There you can listen to today's message as well as many others that are in podcast form. Well, we're going to go on into the message now. Hope and pray it'll be a blessing to you. If you have your Bibles this morning, would you turn with me please to the book of Psalms. Psalms chapter 57. The largest book in the Bible, the book of Psalms. Chapter 57 verse 1. Be merciful unto me, O God, be merciful unto me, for my soul trusteth in thee. Yea, in the shadow of thy wings will I make my refuge until these calamities be overpassed. I want to use for a subject this morning, dealing with the calamities of life. Dealing with the calamities of life. Let's go to the Lord in prayer and ask for His help today. Heavenly Father, Lord, I thank You for every person who has come this way today. I thank You for everyone who may be listening by a radio, the internet, or by a CD. Whatever way they may be getting this message today, Lord, I thank You that You have brought them this way. And Lord, I pray today that You will help me to say something that will be edifying to the body of Christ. May questions be answered. Lord, may you people be drawn closer to you in some way as you anoint me today to rightly divide this word of truth anoint you people to hear and to receive of your word and lord we're careful to give you praise and glory in jesus name and everyone said amen and amen as we stated last week i don't know of anyone who experienced the spiritual highs and lows as did david David was one of the mightiest warriors in all of Israeli history, and yet at the same time, he was called the sweet singer of Israel. He wrote over half the Psalms, which, like I've stated, is the largest book in the Bible, which is a song book. It's a book of praise and worship to God. And I want you to think about that for just a minute. God dedicated so much time and space to praise and worship. Christianity is the only religion, excuse me for using that word, but I'll use it as such uh, for now. But Christianity is the only religion in the world that has a songbook. That's because, my friend, we're the only ones that have something to sing about. Glory to God. I've got something to sing about today. 
Because Jesus Christ came into this world and died for my sins. And fingered around my heart as a child. And I accepted Jesus Christ as my Savior. And I've never been the same since. And I don't care who you are. I don't care what you've done. If you will come to the feet of the world's Redeemer, He will change your life and you will never be the same again. And we've got something to praise and worship God about today. Oh, but let me tell you, don't listen to every preacher that comes over radio and television because they'll tell you once you get saved, you'll win the lottery. Get saved and you'll be rich. Get saved and all of your problems will be solved. I got news for you, honey. When you get saved, you've got a target on your back and the devil's going to be coming your way. Back when I was a little kid, this lady stood up in church and said, Preacher, talking to the pastor of the church, I ain't never had the devil to bother me. The preacher looked right straight at her and said, Woman, you need to get up here and get saved. Because if the devil ain't bothering you, then you ain't got nothing he wants. So if the devil is on your back today, start praising God. Start worshiping God because you're doing something right. If your back is giving you problems, that's because you're doing something right. If the devil's attacking your finances, that's because you're doing something right. Talking about calamities. Living this Christian life ain't going to be a bed of roses. It's not going to be an easy walk. David wrote this psalm, Psalm 57, during one of the most crucial points in his life. Saul was trying to kill him. And there was absolutely no way that David, by his own machinations, his own strength, ability, talent, education, skills, if you will, there was no way that David could overcome this problem. He tried several ways. He tried going through his best friend, Jonathan. Jonathan was Saul's son. Surely, Jonathan can talk to his father, Saul, and make amends and straighten all of this out. But the end result of that was a spear being thrown at Jonathan. Jonathan, like, lost his life. David tried going to Ahimelech, the high priest, Lied to him so that he could get bread and Goliath's sword. The end of the result of going that way, 85 of the priests were killed along with their wives and their children. David figured, well, maybe if I leave the country, if I run from my problem, then everything will be all right. I'll go somewhere where nobody knows me. He goes over to Achish, the king of Gath, over into enemy territory, and I'll be safe from Saul. But the folks over there recognized him, and his life was in danger, and he had to feign insanity, and he was able to escape, living a life of having to peep over your shoulder to see if Saul is behind you. 
peeping around every corner to see if Saul is there. Living in the woods. Living in caves. Don't know where your next meal is going to come from. I'm talking about the calamities of life. I can go ahead and tell you, there ain't a person in this place, and none of you listening by radio today are faced with what David was faced with. And you ought to thank God for that. But now we do face the calamities of life. Why would God allow David to go through all of this? I want you to think about it. Why has God allowed some of you to go through some of the things that you've had to endure and go through? When Saul took the throne of Israel, Saul was the people's choice. He took the throne almost immediately. There was no preliminary training. But with David, it wasn't that way. He was anointed as a little boy to be the future king of Israel. And God was training David. Bringing him up. Preparing him for his ultimate purpose in life. And I submit to you today, some of the things that you've had to endure and go through is for the same reason and purpose. God was looking a man who would defeat the enemies of Israel and would ultimately lead his people. He was also looking a man through whose family would come the Redeemer of mankind, the Lord Jesus Christ. You and I today go through some of the things that we go through because it's for our training. God is bringing up some Navy SEALs in these last days. Someone who will put Jesus Christ first in their lives, who will defeat the enemies of God, the sin nature that's in your heart and life, to overcome that thing and allow the Holy Spirit to rule and reign in your life and to bring Jesus Christ into a lost and dying world. That is your purpose. Listen to me, church. If we're not doing that, we might as well set some gasoline pumps out here in front of the church and sell gasoline. Bring some watermelons and set them out here and sell them because that's all the good you will do. But God has called us to a purpose. And that purpose is to bring forth Jesus Christ to a lost and dying world. You, as an individual... God is training you up. He's preparing you. Let's look at it. David said, Psalm 57 verse 1, 
Be merciful unto me, O God, be merciful unto me. The first thing we all have to do is to fall on the mercy of God. Did you hear what I said? I want you to notice, David didn't go before God and say, Lord, you chose me. You chose me because I got some skills. You chose me because I'm all that. You chose me because I got all that education. God, you chose me because I am somebody. Oh, look at me and my skills, God. I can play the harp. I play so good, and I got so much anointing on me, I can drive demon spirits away. Oh, I'm so good, I threw one stone, and with correct accuracy, and I killed the giant. No. David realized that it wasn't in himself. He could do nothing. The first thing you need to realize as a child of God, you ain't all that. Jesus said, without me, you can do nothing. Be merciful unto me, O God. Be merciful unto me. For my soul trusteth in thee, yea, in the shadow of thy wings will I make my refuge until these calamities be overpassed. In everything that comes your way, you've got to learn to trust God. You're not always going to have the answer. You're not always going to know why things have happened the way they have. But you need to understand that God's got it. And He's working all things for your good. You might not see it now. You might not understand it right now. But what God is doing, He's working it out for your good. Trust Him. Just trust Him. He said in verse 2, I will cry unto God most high. As human beings, we are emotional. Some of us a little more than others, but you are an emotional being. There are things that get on our nerves. There are some people who get on our nerves. Some of you are married to them. And you just found it out the hard way. There are some things that make you angry. There's some people you just want to give them a stick, stiff kick between the pockets. You've got to learn how to take your emotions before the Lord. You've got to learn how to vent your emotions before God. I didn't say come to the preacher and holler at the preacher. But maybe sometimes you need to just get out behind the house and get out there in the field. And like my mama says, sometimes you just got to have a walking spell. Have any of you ever been there where you just want to scream? Am I the only human being in this room this morning? Is there anybody by radio listening to me today? I mean, life comes at you hard and you just want to scream. You want to pull your hair out if you've got any left to pull out. You've got to learn how to vent in the presence of God. Not be disrespectful to God, but you just got to go before Him and tell Him how you feel about things. He already knows. 
It just does you good to get in the presence of God and just vent your emotions, whatever it may be. And maybe you just need to cry. Just go before the Lord and cry out unto Him. That's what David did here. I will cry unto God most high. Unto God that performeth all things for me. You need to learn that God can do anything. There's not a situation that my God cannot change. He is the same yesterday, today, and forever. God can speak a word and resolve whatever problem it is that you have. And you need to take God out of the box and stop limiting God as to what He can do and bring those things before the throne of grace and believe that God wants to do good things for you. He will supply all of your needs according to His riches and glory by Christ Jesus. Next. He shall send from heaven, verse 3. The answer for which you seek cannot be found among men. The answer for which you seek can only be found within the pages of this Bible that I hold in my hand. And as you read it, you will find that man's biggest problem is sin, the sin nature. And Jesus Christ came into the world and died for our sins. He shall sin from heaven and save me from the reproach of him that would swallow me up. Saul was trying to kill David. Saul, a type of the flesh, a type of the sin nature. That's what's trying to swallow you up. That's where your biggest battle is. If you want to know where the problem is, look in the mirror. That's where the problem is. God came to save you from yourself. He shall send from heaven, save me from the reproach of him that would swallow me up. God shall send forth his mercy and his truth. Jesus said, I didn't come into the world to condemn but to save. And he also said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man comes unto the Father but by me. Verse 4, he said, My soul is among lions. I lie among them that are set on fire, even the sons of men whose teeth are spears and arrows, and their tongue a sharp sword. Dana, if you will, go to 1 Samuel chapter 22. The first two verses of that chapter. 1 Samuel 22. At this particular time, David has just fled from Achish, the king of Gath. His life was in danger. He feigns insanity and they say, get this crazy man out of here. And David was able to escape. And now he's come to the cave of Adullam. And the Bible says that when he came there, 1 Samuel 22, his brethren and all his father's house heard it. They went down to him, and everyone that was in distress, everyone that was in debt, and everyone that was discontented gathered themselves unto him, and he became a captain over them, and there were with him about 400 men. 
David wrote this psalm while he was in that cave, and he said, Psalm 57, verse 4, My soul is among lions. I lie among them that are set on fire, even the sons of men whose teeth are spears and arrows, and their tongue a sharp sword. Over 400 people now have gathered themselves to David. Any one of these people could be a spy for Saul. And David had no control over what other people were doing. And let me tell you something today. You've got to learn to understand that. You have no control over what other people do. You have no control over what other people say. So what are you going to do? Do what David did. He said there in verse 5, Be thou exalted, O God, above the heavens. Let thy glory be above all the earth. We have a tendency to talk about and magnify and exalt our problems. We all have a tendency to do that. And especially when we get around people that are going through the same thing we're going through. You get to talking about that problem. The more you talk about that problem, the bigger it gets. Stop talking about the problem and start talking about the one who can solve your problem. The Lord Jesus Christ. David said, let the Lord be exalted. Start lifting up the name of Jesus instead of lifting up and exalting your problem. That's what David said. He refused to badmouth and exalt his problems. He had 400 men with him. What you say rubs off on others. It affects the way they act and do things. Let me move on. Verse 7. Psalm 57, verse 7. My heart is fixed, O God. My heart is fixed, I will sing and give praise. David is giving us the answer to life's calamities. My heart is fixed on God. I will give praise unto Him. And look, sometimes you can't see your way through. Sometimes you can't see your way out. David couldn't see no way out. But in the midst of all of that, he said, I'm going to praise God because I know God's got this. I know God can handle this. When I come on the other side of this, I'm going to be a better person. Because God's got good things for me, see. And that's what you've got to come through. So whatever it is that you're going through, you need to praise God. He said, verse 8, Awake up my glory, awake psaltery and heart. The music that you play and listen to has a great effect on how you go through life's calamities. In other words, listen to some good godly music, anointed music that worships and praises God. Let me move on, running out of time. He said, I myself will awake early. Again, verse 8. Let me tell you, when you get up in the morning, it don't take long for your day to get filled up fast. And David's day filled up pretty fast with things, too. He said, I'm going to awake early. Why? Because he wanted to spend that time with God, that fellowship, that relationship with God. I'll get up early. I'm going to let that be the first thing I do. You've got to put God first. 
in your life. If you're going to go through the calamities of life, you've got to have God number one up front foremost in your life. He has to be the center of your life. He said, I will awake early. Verse 9, I will praise thee, O Lord, among the people. I will sing unto thee among the nations. That means to do it aloud in front of everybody. You let other people know where you stand. I'm going through something, yes. The world out here sees that. But to come back behind it and say, God's got this. That speaks volumes. And it has an effect on the lost world out here that you just don't know. And it just might be the reason you're going through what you're going through is not so much for you as it is somebody else. David was going through all of this not so much for himself but for the people to whom he was going to lead and not too many years down the road. And here we have a record of it in the Word of God. It's for every single one of us today. He said, verse 10, For thy mercy is great unto the heavens, and thy truth unto the clouds. Be thou exalted, O God, above the heavens. Let thy glory be above all the earth. No matter what it is that you're going through, God is greater. If you've got Jesus Christ, you don't have a problem. You have a solution. Exalt God and not your problem. If the program today has been a blessing to you and you would like to have a free CD copy of this message, just give us a call or text us at 252-299-4234. You can also go to establishedinthefaith.com. There you will find today's message as well as many others that are in podcast form. But perhaps you need someone to just talk to or to just pray with you about something. Again, just give us a call at 252-299-4234. This program is an outreach ministry of friendship, Free Will Baptist Church over in Middlesex, North Carolina, as well depends on the prayerful and generous financial support of listeners like you. To contact us or to contribute to this ministry, go to establishedinthefaith.com, click on the Donate tab. It's easy and all donations are safe and secure through PayPal. You can also mail us at Established in the Faith, P.O. Box 601, Bailey, North Carolina, 278. We look forward to hearing from you. Hello, I'm Haven. And I'm Juliana. And you've been listening to Established in the Faith with our dad, James Pierce. He's the pastor of Friendship Free Will Baptist Church over in Middlesex, North Carolina. We have Sunday school every Sunday morning at 945 and worship service at 11, as well as prayer meeting and Bible study every Wednesday night at 730. Go to com and click on the events tab for gospel singings and other special services. That's right, Jules. And the church is located at 744 Friendship Church Road in Middlesex, North Carolina, near the EMED community. On the website, if you click on the Contact Us tab, Google Maps will bring you right to us. We would love to have you, and we hope to see you there. And we hope today's program has been a blessing to you. Thank you for listening, and God bless you.